Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day two with my friends Tommy and Kate Harrison. We mentioned on the last podcast, they have three wonderful children, Isla, Iona, and Thatcher. It's a blessing to have children. It's just Amen. such a such a blessing. But we're honored to have you guys with us today. And Tommy, if you would start us out in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time together. Pray that you bless this podcast and that you just bless our families and speak your word through us today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Tom, are you going to pass it off today? Yes. So this is Katie. Um, she's my wife of 11 years. 10 years. Plus, <laughs> Plus I mean, enough. it's 11 years this year, We're on our 11th year. We're on our 11th year. <laughs> We're not, we've been past 10, so. We're going to give her testimony, which is, is a really good one. All right. Hello, all. My testimony is a little similar to Tommy's, a little different. I also grew up in a Christian home. I was baptized at a very, very young age. Eight, I think, really. I honestly can't even remember. I was baptized by my grandfather in the church that my parents got married in. The church was getting ready to close, and my mom just thought it would be great if all all three of her children were baptized there. And I truly dedicated my life at that point. I did say the sinner's prayer and I believed it and I know I was saved but you know as life goes on and you're a teenager sometimes things go awry I'd say between 17 and 19 were really rough years I would have still said I was a believer but there was nothing in my actions or life that reflected that whatsoever I made some very bad choices and truly by the grace of God he got me through those years unscathed at 20, I started dating Tommy really two weeks after my 20th birthday because he refused to take a teenager out on a date. <laughs> so right after I turned 20, Tommy and I started dating and then the rest was history. We got married. I was 21, almost 22. First kid at 23. And then, you know, it went on from there. So my testimony kind of starts, like I said, I was not living my life as a as a Christian at all, but you couldn't have probably told me that at the time because I didn't I didn't realize that I believed I thought that was enough. I was in school for my bachelor's in nursing, and I was going through Indiana Wesleyan, which I was taking some pretty deep theology classes for that, and I was learning things that I had never learned. I was learning knowledge, but I had no wisdom, no way to apply it to my life, and that was. Isla was about was nine months old when I finished my bachelor's. Fast forward a year and a half, I, I had that inkling to turn turn things around. I was so full of bitterness and anger, and I had pretty severe postpartum depression. And again, didn't realize it at the time, how bad it really was, but it was rough. And when I was pregnant with my second one, Iona, so that would have been two years after Isla, I had been pursuing a relationship with God and crying out to him, but still not really changing my ways, not changing my mind, not my heart. Just, I was struggling. Iona was about six weeks old and she had food allergies at the time. We didn't know when I was nursing her and she was, she would just scream for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I was walking her one night and I felt that darkness and that feeling of the postpartum depression kind of coming back. And like I said, I had a lot of anger and bitterness um, for various reasons in my life aimed at various people. It was affecting our marriage tremendously. 
I can't say that it was affecting my motherhood, but I'm sure it was. It was affecting my relationship with everybody else and how I allowed them to interact with Isla and then even Iona at the time. So anyway, that night I was walking Iona and she was just crying and crying and crying. And I remember I just broke down. I sobbed. I cried and prayed and cried and prayed and just called out to the Lord for probably three hours. I walked thousands of feet on my little Fitbit at that point, just walking this screaming baby. And she finally fell asleep. So I got about two hours of sleep. I went and laid down. I got about two hours of sleep. But the only way I can describe it is I woke up and I was healed. That poison, and I'd say it was a poison because that's literally what it was. It was poisoning me. I, It wasn't in me. I was, it was gone. The, the rage, the bitterness, the depression, the anger, I just... It was incredible. I mean, truly was God answered my prayers. And from that point forward, so that's been six, six years ago, um, this last month, I have done nothing but pursue his call in my life. Um, It saved our marriage. It saved, I even want to say it saved my children's life because I have made decisions based on that in obedience to him and what he has put on my life. But the biggest impact I really impact has been our marriage. I can say that without a doubt is we were both claimed to be believers, but we were not, we were not living a biblical marriage whatsoever. And a lot of that was my fault as well. I was not a biblical wife and Tommy was not necessarily playing his role the way he should either, which was also causing more bitterness and resentment But instead of me focusing on that, I was able to focus on what do I need to do to be obedient. Mm -hmm. And then that has in turn catapulted our life, I think, really. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that statement? Yeah, no, that's that's accurate. I mean, it it changed both of us in a way, but definitely is accurate that we, you know, I wasn't living the way I should have been as a Christian either for our marriage at the time. Mm -hmm. And when you ask for wisdom, when you ask for that fire and that hunger, he answers yep. without a doubt, without question. And I mean, and it tells us that in James, all you have to do is ask. Yep. And it's so simple, but for some reason we don't. But I have asked that on a regular, some some weeks, some months, daily, hourly basis. Give me wisdom. Give me discernment. Where can I be obedient? Where am I not being? Search me, cleanse me. And he has. And that's where we are now, uh, like I said, six years from that point. And I can't say enough how good God is. And he came so we could live abundantly. And I feel like for our family, we are doing everything we can to truly live that out. But it's for him and because of him. It's nothing we are doing. It's what he truly has transformed and renewed my mind and my heart. And so that's my testimony kind of in short. Okay, I was thinking about as you talked about that. Some you know, you get when God puts good people in your path when you're walking with Him, and and one of those years ago, I can't remember who it was anymore. Talked about in marriage, like if you're both going towards God, then it brings you close together. If one or the other is not, it doesn't. But what advice would you give to women out there that maybe they're struggling in their marriage or their children or whatever? What is, is there a single key point or two that would summarize that for the ladies struggling? My first advice is stop focusing on what he is not doing. Start focusing on what he is doing and on yourself. You are responsible for your actions and your obedience. You're not responsible for his responses. 
or his actions. And I found myself in that cycle too. I just kept dwelling on, well, he's not doing this and he's not doing that, or he should be doing that instead of what am I not doing as a Mm -hmm. wife? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the key thing. If you shift your focus on what you can control, which is you and your prayers and that is the key. And of course, none of that works unless we yield to God because he's not a dictator, right? So that night Amen. you had that time where you yielded to him and then, then he was able to say, okay, I can help you now, mm-hmm. right? Amen, yeah. Otherwise, we're trying to do it on our own and it never works yes. out too well, does it? Right. Well, Kate, if you would pray for us, we'll get yes. to tomorrow here in a bit. Our dear Heavenly Father, I come to you with so much gratitude for the grace and the mercy that you have shown me and that you have the role that you have played in my life and in my marriage and in my kids. And Lord, I just pray that anybody listening to this knows that you are good and you are good always. And all we have to do is seek your face and you are there all the time in every way. We uh, come to you and you are just amazing, amazing grace on our lives. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 I was just thinking about what a blessing it is to have guests on my podcast, and I always feel so humbled uh, to do these, and it's just, uh, it's really a blessing to have you guys. Can't wait for tomorrow, and thank you for being with us. Well, folks, if you want to contact us, you can do so at 812-449-8147 or at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today, and remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.